God Family Nation. No, um, partially, okay. but there are some. The the the. Um, so first of all, the Quran was memorized in the lifetime of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, verbatim. And and you know, uh, even today, there are literally, without exaggeration, millions of people have memorized the Quran from back to front. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I've, I've met people, A lot of people think that's, never... that's 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 not real, but two of my kids have. You know, no, no. I, I, listen, I, I, when I got the when I got this Quran, when it was given to me, I looked at it and I realized it's not really that big. It's not like it's not as as wordy as the Bible. Like the yeah, Bible is a lot pages, of yeah. yeah. So this is it's not. I mean, this is not a whole whole lot to memorize. So I, I can that's believable. Uh, but okay. but I'm going. I'm getting back to the point you said. So it was memorized. Yeah. So and yeah, let's and, go back um, to the beginning. Okay, all right. And so, so it was um, memorized. Yeah, which is the culture of the Arab. So the culture of the Arab at that time. Uh, and the region was memorization, as well as writing down the, 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 the part we said that they're writing it down as well. But they would they would memorize it together. Um, so as you know, we have we have what we call the hadith, and we have the Quran as well, right? Right. Yeah. And you know, and Allah mentions, you know, we, we have made the Quran easy to remember, right? So are those uh, where are those that will remember? So it's like an act of worship for us to 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 memorize the Quran. So you'll right. find that you'll find a lot of Muslims uh, will go to you know Quran school to memorize Quran. So the so and what's interesting is it's not just the words that were memorized, the way it was recited. So you've been in Egypt, right? So uh, yeah. you must have heard it playing yeah, in the yeah. background. How, that the Malay yeah, you, style, go the right? you go to the grocery stores, it's everywhere. Yeah, you hear it playing, right? Right. Now the style that you hear in the background, the way you know that he, the tone and the elongation yeah. of sounds and stuff, which that which is passed down. Right, which by the way, you said this is not singing. I've heard people say this is not singing, but it sounds like singing. It's to not me. singing in, in yeah, yeah. It, it, this is semantics, <laughs> isn't it? Depends right. what you mean by singing. It if you mean like singing, it's me. melodious. If you mean it's melodious, yes. The yeah. reason they don't say singing because you know when you put singing with the music in the background and stuff like that, you know, it's not. But it's 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 recited and it has rules. Yeah. So you can't just say, for example, I, I give you a small example, yeah. So we say Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim It's the first verse of the Quran, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the way that's recited is actually um, restricted, right? If you want to say, I'm reading it properly. So you can't just say Alhamdulillah, like that, right? You can't just add yeah. sound elongations where you want to and yeah. you cut it short. We pause it at certain precise. times. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it, there's a, it's a whole science. It's called okay, Tajweed, I, I right? Well, it's I, a whole I, I science. Wanna... I, I That's preserved I as well. I, so wait, wait, right. I move on. All right. Yeah. So I, I don't want to go back to the whole thing about what I'm saying as, as far as what I understood. Yeah, as far as how, didn't, how, didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll get back to that. So I'm just yeah. saying, like, so first of all, they memorized it anyway, right? It was memorized okay. by a large number and it was written down, right? Now, what you're saying about things getting lost and stuff like that, that's not necessarily true with regards to that the Quran was was lost and parts of it were lost. Yeah, parts, right. Because first of all, it would already been memorized by dozens, if not hundreds of people already, right? Before Uthman was the Khalifa. Uthman is the third Khalifa after the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, not the first, right? He's the third. Okay. Um, so it goes Abu Bakr and Umar, Allah be pleased with you. So Quran already memorized by, by so many people. Now, 
as the as the people as um most islam spread right so it starts off as we know uh, in the arabian peninsula and then it spreads right it goes into africa goes into parts of asia right north africa <coughs> right and eventually to spain and stuff but uh, the, but before then so islam spreading and it's going to the nations where people don't speak arabic right okay so you get you get people just as you mentioned earlier you get people saying things like okay they're teaching the quran in arabic and then you'll find that people we call them ajam people don't speak arabic basically uh asking what does this mean and then you know people are writing down so what uthman wanted to do was he wanted to make sure that as people people who've been memorizing it uh were feared of dying because there were wars at the time. So some of the people that memorized it died. Right. A couple, but there were there were many that had memorized it. And as you see today, you know you can go on YouTube and just watch people tests and stuff that we have for it. Um, so some of the memorizers were dying, and also some of the non-Arabs who were learning and writing down the Quran. Obviously, they're not Arab. So what's the first thing they do is that they're gonna maybe add footnotes, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what does that mean? What does this mean? Maybe they're going to start giving their, their translation, their understanding of it. Sometimes words would be put in there that were not Quran. They were like, so for example, we're talking and then I explain myself. Right. Right. Or I read a verse and I explain the verse. You write down both. Right. Not just the verse. Right. right? So what Uthman did as these things were happening, he said, okay, look, what we need to do is, okay, we're going to bring in all of the Qur'ans that are out there or people that have written down stuff. And and we're going to... He gathered the original memorizers and the original scribes from the time of the Prophet Muhammad. Now, these were the ones that were still he alive. He gathered them together. It's okay. These were these the, ones are still alive, yeah. yeah because because right? at this point, this is what I understand. Yeah, this man is, was still alive. So. No, I'm saying, but he gathered the people that was alive because this was during a war where people were starting to get killed off, right? This was right during a yeah, war. Yeah, people time, started right? to get people, killed. Yeah. So now we so, it's, it's a drastic situation. Yeah. People starting to get killed off. So now they got to kind of scramble and gather and get everything together. From what how I understood this, and uh, so, but the, the, the way, the, but but the way it's phrased, like scramble, get it together, is that they'd already lost some bits, and they, let's keep what we've got. No. Yeah. Uthman and the original scribes and the original memorizers still had the full Quran. So that so now no as you go further from the center. There's no parts of the Quran that were lost, no. That's that's not how I understand. I ha I have to um, I have to get now. The, someone get, might have lost a parchment, but that but but we're on the assumption that things were written down once. So I'll give you an example. I go buy King no, James no, Bible no, now, no, right? No, 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 wait, wait, and wait, I throw wait. it away, or, or it gets lost. Right, but yeah? no, no, that's or not I'm, stolen. I'm going back to the original. Not I'm, I'm not dealing with. I understand what you're saying. Was people wrote it down? I'm talking. About, I want to go back to the original text because you asked about yeah, the original text, text is there the original right, so, text but, is there so because no, it had so been memorized these, as well by dozens of people all right so so according to your understanding none of the original text was lost because like i from from what i researched it was it was written on it wasn't all compiled in one uh, in one book on different scribes right a bunch of different pieces of paper it was it was written on whatever they could find because here because muhammad was just reciting what he had what he had been told to recite or what he had learned and so they were just writing it down wherever they could find to write it down. And then they kind of tried to organize it later. And, and then when, when everything started happening, some of these things were lost because some of it was divided up between different people and some people were killed. 
and things were lost. So then Ultimate decided, hey, we got to get all this stuff together and so that we don't lose anything else. And, and then the come no, no, no. This Al's part. Huh? So first of all, we go back to get it was memorized in the time of the Prophet Muhammad's life, right? Which Uthman was present. Uthman was present at the time, right? Okay. He was I, not I don't a child. Know he was a grown man. Be true, but I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. Uthman's his brother, Uthman. No, no, I was, was one of the, one of the no, early. No, not that part. I'm talking as far as it being memorized. I, I don't know who memorized what. Okay, yeah, that, that's 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 but that, that's whether you know at the end of the day. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not disputing it. I'm just saying I don't know it to be true, so I don't want to give the impression. I'm saying, yeah, that's memorized. I don't know who memorized what. I just know okay, that. Okay. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's so, cool. That's yeah. cool. No, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. It's, it's it's from our tradition. If you if you read if you study the Islamic tradition and and and, and the biographies of the companions of the prophet okay uh -huh. peace be upon him you will see that memorization of the quran until this day is a very important act of worship right absolutely yeah and the quran you know the quran has been memorized by lots of people there are literally people today you can get them and say open the quran yeah, now yeah I, and I, read I, it I, from some, the beginning to the students. end and they'll do it without without uh, without mistakes I've had, right yeah, i've had ninth graders you know i have students tell me that they uh memorize i've never heard them recite the whole quran but i've heard them tell me they had to memorize it and learn it and they have to do it every year like every year they have to recite the quran or something yeah like. so and this is in a day and age where you know where basically book is key book is you know now if we go yeah. back to the original arab of the arabian peninsula um, and even if you go back as, as, as the brother, I'm sorry, I, I, you know, it's the first time I met, so I don't know his yeah. names, but one of the brothers, he mentioned um, oral tradition, yeah. right? Now, Arab, one of the things that Arabs were famous for, literally the only thing, because they didn't really have this great civilization, you know, in the middle of the desert, yeah. um, was the memorization of their poetry and their family lineages, right? And that's actually common in... You know the region, not just the Arabian Peninsula, not just not just the, what what is now called Saudi Arabia. I don't like that term because that's um, that's a family. Saud is a family, right? So it's the Hijaz. The original name is the Hijaz. And then you have like even like Mesopotamian culture and and and, and Persian culture. Memorization was a, was a key in those days because there was no printing press. There was no way to, you know, okay, yeah, they could they yeah. could write. Paper was very rare, very expensive. You know, hadn't been invented in many cultures yet. Anyway, um, memorization was key, right? Especially for Bedouin, memorized. You know, memorization was part of their life, and they have this thing called the Jahiliya poetry, right? Mm. So the Arabs were uh, poets. That was their pastime was was poetry, and they would have like poetry markets where they would get together and recite this poetry and stuff. And the memorization of this poetry for from from like their great 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 grandfathers and stuff like that was was something which was which was commonplace, which was normal. Right. So it wasn't a great deal, and and, and the Quran was revealed over twenty three years. So okay. you know oh, wait, wait, they, they would they could easily memorize the small portions they were given. Okay, so I just, right? I just want to follow you when and you then say, compile it. I want to follow you when you say it was revealed over twenty three years. <laughs> you say it took. It took Muhammad 23 years to recite the Quran. What do you mean it was revealed over 23 years? Yeah, the, the Quran didn't come in one piece. It came in over 23 years. And so then and they so, would write down okay. and memorize. And then before the Prophet Muhammad died, he mentions that he revised it twice with the angel, you know, the angel Gabriel, being the angels, part of our face. That the angel hey. Gabriel revised the Quran with him twice. Whoa, 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 back up, back up. What do you mean revised yeah. it? Revised it, meaning meaning you know went over with it from beginning to end. 
right? They recited uh, it from beginning to end. That's it. But the message came. The message came over twenty-three years. Now, in that twenty-three years, it's not hard to take a piece, memorize it, and then as it comes, then in the end, oh. you have the whole thing done. Okay, right? cool. So I, I don't want to spend the whole thing on on this particular issue. Okay. I just wanted to, I just wanted to understand how that works. So, and I'm I'm just summarizing and. Because it seems like a lot of what you said, the, a lot of the the uh, accuracy of the Quran is based on memory. We have, to, we have to depend on people's memory for the accuracy of the Quran, to, or for the Quran to be accurate today, is based on people's memorization. And the, and it's written. It was written, and as we mentioned before, I'm not denying right. it wasn't written, right? Right. But memorization was a huge part. Now the same could be said, for example, for the scriptures that you mentioned, where we only have parts of them. Some translations of well, them. No, every, 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 none of the scriptures, from what I understand, and, and anybody can correct me, but none of the scriptures are, are, are from memory. It's all based on written records. What's, what's been translated, what scrolls have been found, and what was translated. You know? <laughs> um, but that's what oral tradition is, isn't it? Oral tradition is, is, oral tradition is uh, from memory. Oral tradition, yeah. What I'm saying, the, but the Bible that we have, all the all the, the the writings that everything we have was translated from writing, not from oral tradition or, or memorization. What I was saying about the memorization was that it was written, right? And right. we have the written Mus'haf of Uthman, as you mentioned, they were writing it on parchments, so it is written and memorized. I never claimed, you know, we go back. No, no, I got you. Purely, so I just, I just memorized. Right, because so, but, but, but yeah, but memorization is a key point. You know, a yeah. key part of, of 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 it is the fact that they would memorize it from uh, from the from the from however you want to phrase it um, from the beginning of Islam that the Quran has been memorized. Now, okay. put in perspective, when we pray the, the in Ramadan, right, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he used to pray night prayer, he would he would pray. Now, the Quran is like technically thirty sections, right? If, if we not chapters, I'm sort of sections, right? The surahs, thirty, 30 surahs, equal surahs? sections. No, no, not okay. surahs. We have we have surah, we have juz. Juz it means just literal sections. Yeah? Okay, okay. So, um, and and that's how we sort of like helps us memorize. Okay, I've memorized this one section. There's twenty nine yeah. to go. Right. Gotcha. gotcha. The surahs are the chapter headings. You're right. Chapters are surahs, right? Yeah, right, right. Now, the Prophet Muhammad example, when he prayed at night, he would pray with. Sometimes we have accounts where he would pray with Baqarah Imran. If you, if you look at your Quran, Baqarah Imran and Niset, which are the three longest surahs, which uh, together are a sixth of the Quran. Okay. Right? And he would pray with that in one prayer, one night prayer. So, you know, obviously from... Yeah. Well, he's the prophet. So for us, he's the prophet. So it's revelation. Yeah. So he doesn't forget. Like, um, <laughs> But I mean, it, it's, so it's just to show like it, it was... was Recited, constantly read, constantly studied. It wasn't something like we hear it once and oops, now it's gone. You know, it was something that was constantly recited. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So okay. I, I, I got a question. I got a question. Um... Omar, you can jump in, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over there going to sleep, man. What's up? Wake no, up. No, no, no. Actually, I'm listening, man, because <laughs> um, I'm I'm listening from from a I'm, you know, I'm trying. I'm listening to uh, to your to your questions, uh, Ra, and I'm just really trying to get an understanding of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a few things like we, we, we how where our, where our minds are at in terms of like what questions do we want to know? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, this is these are questions I have. I, I can't because I can't. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying I, I would love to ask questions that everybody wants answers to, but I don't know what everybody <laughs> wants. So these are just questions I have because mm-hmm. I, I I do you know I try to do my due diligence. I try to make sure that I'm aware. The scripture says study to show thyself approved. So I try to do my study. I I, I watch a lot of atheist debates. I watch um, a lot of debates between Christians and Islam, and I'm hearing these different things. Uh, I reach. I don't. I, it's it's too much for me to research. You know, I'm I'm behind on my research. I'll say that as I'm, I'm researching a lot of these things. So. You know, I relish an opportunity to actually talk to people who practice, you know, practice Islam and people who actually, you know, um, do this on a daily basis, opposed to just listening to a YouTube video. Because people say anything, people will say anything, and a lot of times, because I, you know, I've had I've had several discussions about the Bible, and people say, well, oh, uh, the Bible contradicts itself, and I say, you know, and especially back in the states, I, I kept a Bible on me like a pistol, you know what I'm saying? So they, I couldn't get in my pocket. Pal. I said, hold on, what, what? here, here go a Bible right here. Show me, show me where it contradicts itself. Show me right here where, you know, and then it's like, uh, uh, uh. So I've learned to, you know, question things. So that's a, so this is why I'm just trying to, you know, ask these questions to to clarify because a lot of these things are are based on assumptions or things that I don't know. So I assume this or I assume that. So now I get a chance to ask these questions to somebody who practices Islam. So this is where I'm coming from with it. But I know, um, brother uh, Palau, you had a question. But brother Palau, yeah, you want to bring something? Yeah, I got a um a question because um the brother um had mentioned that Muhammad. Gave, got revelations from um the angel um Gabriel Gabriel yeah Gabriel so I but um I I know I know according to the scriptures that all the things that that was written down in the in the in the Holy Bible those things were things that was that was written down by by men who who, who was seeing revelations who who was seeing visions and things like that um but I'm, I want to read something and I want I want y'all to the Confirm it. Is it is this true or not? You know, and, um, this this out of the. I got I got other books around with me, other historical books I'm gonna go into. But I want to read something out of this book. This from um from Babylon to Timbuktu. Um, I just want to read something. I, I want I want y'all to confirm this for me if it's true or not. All right, so we on page fifty. Um, we on page 40, 45. and it say in the early. It say after Muhammad became a camel driver. He traveled to remote and intriguing lands. He led his caravans to Persia, Syria, and Egypt, transiting business with merchants of every kind. On his business trip, he met Jews, Christians, and members of other sects. He interrogated them concerning the tents, the, the tenets of their religion. He frequented environment of the Jews and their rabbis, mostly because they were merchants and on omnipresent ethnic group because he could not read or write with his ears, were, but, but his ears were attentive and keen. And everything that the Jews related to him, Muhammad learned and attracted much from the Jews' religion and compounded it with his new religion, Islam. Is that is that like is that a true some true history? No, no but there's well, first of all, um, I don't know who said that, um, but there are some things in there which are true. So, for example, he was a trader before <clears throat> the advent of prophethood. There was a he was a trader. Um, he travelled, but the concept of he took from the Jews and then added it to his religion. Um, 
that part there, um, well, for us, you know, um, that is not true because the the for a number of reasons. Number one is that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, what he taught, actually goes against the Jewish scripture in some key points, and that's why the Jews, you know, they were they didn't. Some of the Jews, some of the Jews converted to Islam, and some of the Jews didn't because you know they were still upon their their scripture and that the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam was saying things that um that they you know that were contradictory to what they believed right and the same for um some of the christians and obviously definitely the the pagan arab right so um from that point of view no we don't believe that he took and then mixed it up that's taken into consideration um, if you think he made up the religion, I mean, I, I'm right. just asking. I'm just I'm uh, that's to tantamount. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but obviously, wherever you live, so you would have heard things from people. So, for example, Jesus the Christ, he would have heard things from uh, the people around him. Now, just the fact that he heard from other religions doesn't mean that. Um, I, I know uh, there's a claim that some people make um, that. Basically, Islam is just taken from Judaism and Christianity and then thrown together and, and whatever. Um, but no, uh, he didn't do that from that point of view. He met people from the other other faiths. But so he, to say that he took took and then and put it sort of like, oh, I'm gonna add it to. So did he did he did he did but he converse? Did, did, I'm sorry, um but but did he converse? Yeah, of course he conversed with Jews. Jews were in the area. He had he had he had neighbors. Not one, not at the beginning of the message, but later on in the message, he had neighbors that were Jews. But did they? But did they converse about about their? their they lived. Their, they lived in the same. So land. they conversed about their religion together. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But that's that. Yeah, of course. I have a question. He would have later on. Later on, he would have been partially aware. Right. He partially, he been aware. partially aware, meaning. He wasn't a scholar of the Jewish tradition. Does, does, correct me if I'm wrong, does, does the Quran state that Muhammad changed the direction of prayer from Jerusalem to the city of Mecca? Yes, the Quran says that that it was from, they changed the direction of prayer from Jerusalem to Mecca. At the beginning of the message, it was to Jerusalem and later on. Sorry. Wait, <laughs> my, my, the, the, the other part of my question was, okay, in Islam, correct me if I'm wrong, you were to pray five times a day, right? Five times a day, yeah. You know, the Jews pray three times a day. Okay. But do you, see, do you see how, and I'm not saying that it's true or not, but do you see how people can come to that conclusion? That Muhammad, Do you see how some people could say that Muhammad took the ideology of the Jews and then added on to it? Yeah, I, I, I know where people are coming from, but it, it doesn't make sense from a number of, of points historically, the differences, the major differences that exist. But then at the same time, we affirm, as people can forget, Islam is saying that Christianity and Judaism uh, have their basis in the original message of God. Now, we're not claiming as Muslims 
that Judaism in totality, in and of itself, right, is totally a made-up religion and a false religion. Um, we're not saying that Christianity, in 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 and of itself, and every single aspect of it, is a made-up uh, false religion in and of itself, in totality. What we're saying is, and uh, what Islam says, what Islam says, and what we believe God says, is that all of these from Moses, from Adam, the first human, and every prophet that was sent by God, all the way up to Muhammad, all of the prophets, may, may Allah's peace and blessing be upon all of them, came with the original message, right? But I, so, I, mean, I mean, So Allah says in the Quran, we do not differentiate between the core message of these prophets. So that, but what we believe and what Islam says is basically that somewhere along the line, the original teachings of Moses were lost. Let me, let me, let me say somewhere, that. Parts of it, maybe some of it survived. Yeah. But, the, and then Christianity, the same thing. And also one more point, just so that we know where we're on the same page is also that the law now, Islam is two sections, right? We, we believe that, that the faith is of two parts. The, the belief, what you actually believe about God, God himself as an essence, right? As a reality, the reality of God, which we call Aqidah, the belief system. And then we have the law, the legal system. How many times we pray, how we pray, right? Now, we don't have a problem with being that some of the prophets had a slightly different legal system fitting the error or geographical situation they were in, right? So, for example, there's no problem to believe that that Jesus prayed a certain way and we pray slightly different or pray the same. But what we believe is that the core belief is one between all of them. So God is one. We believe that God is one, unlike any of the creation, that we believe that God has no children, right? And was not born, you know, he's, he's, he's infinite in his knowledge and in his wisdom and his power and so on. Has no beginning and has no end. And that there's a heaven, there's a hell, and there's a day of judgment. Those core beliefs, and that there's angels, right? And that there were other prop. These core beliefs, we, we believe, were the same between Judaism, between Christianity, and Islam originally. Right? Abraham, we call him Ibrahim. He came with the same message with regards to the belief system. The legal code can change. Because that's related to man and man changes from, you know, uh, place to place and from time to time. Just so you know, like what, what we actually do believe. With right. Oh, okay. I had a question uh, regarding um, what was posed. So um, like in line with what you guys are mentioning. So um, what I'm gathering is that there is, I would say more similarities between Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, then there are differences, correct? You would say? say more, there are some key similarities, but the differences are so big that that's where we are actually different religions. If you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so my, my question so would our be... concept of God might differ slightly, or our concept of prophethood might differ. And obviously, again, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm speaking from my dealings with certain Christians, right? And the Christianity that I was taught as a child, you know, um, okay. and we have to differentiate 
you know so yeah. i just want to make sure we're, we're talking on the same level because i i could be assuming you believe something and you don't you know so yeah. well, basically what i'm asking i'm basically at i'm basically asking in terms of the actual text themselves like the actual what's written in the quran and what's written in the bible the similarities now i was asking because like let's say hypothetically and i'm not saying he did or didn't muhammad did take some things from the jews and added to the the actual text that was written the the parts that were actually in common the parts that were actually true that both religions hold to be true would you actually see any issue with that if that were the case like if it were the aspects that are similarities would you actually look at that as being an issue i don't have the problem with the similarities because it now this is the issue that that, that our belief system says there are similarities. The belief system yeah. says that that the original Torah was the book of God. The original Injil, which is what we call the the New Testament, is it the evangelicals or you know the the the, the in, in Arabic we call it the Injil, and the Quran is called the Injil. Mm -hmm. They were originally books of God. We don't believe they were changed to the point where nothing exists. And even in Islamic law, we have the concept of you know the debate of that which is that which is in previous law, do we still consider it law? If the Quran hasn't explicitly, um, how do you say, um, abrogated it, right? Okay. So, 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 this the, your question is built on the premise is that I have to first say that uh, Muhammad made it up and then took from them, right? Now, as a, as a, as you know, now the concept is that I could say this. We could say the same for. Um, for the for Christ, that are oh, he just heard what the followers of Moses were saying and the followers of the David and the others. Can I? I would actually, I would actually agree with that. I would actually agree because when you read like the um, the text or the, you you read the so-called New Testament, he actually quotes them a lot. He actually says it's been written here and yada yada yada. He refers As back. It is written. That right. So, like for example, yeah. when Anayan mentioned the praying towards Jerusalem, like that's something that's a very, that's very distinctive of the religion of Christians and and Jews. So, when I ask that question, I'm basically saying not not in a negative sense of someone, because someone could take that and say, well, he just took the Jewish religion and turned it around and made it into something. That's how it could be taken. But I'm saying. It, Hypothetically speaking, if he were to take facets of it that to this day that Christians, Jews, and Muslims would deem true, then would that actually be an issue? Like, would that have been an issue? That's what I was asking. I, I would like to say, I would like, you know, I would like to say something on this, inshallah. Um, if this is the case, right? Let's say, for example, if we just we don't have any particular, uh, let's just say we're, we we assume that we are brothers right and we don't have we, are, we don't ascribe to any particular religion let's say we are investigating these facts right then he would have to have a motive a person would have to have a reason as to why what do they want they want to be followed they want they want kingdom they want they want to be praised as a king they what is the the reason for uh if we were investigating Danny, as people who didn't ascribe to anything like say we were all looking into it we say man why would this individual do that? What is what would be his motive? It, does he desire to have followers? Does he hide to live a king? 
because we can trace back and look how he lived. We can trace back and examine the type of uh, lifestyle that he had, uh, the type of hardships or uh, comfort that he went through uh, as, as a, um, you know, as a person, as an individual. Because if a person uh, does something like that, if we, you know, we just look in and we just like, you know, checking it, investigating, then of course that person would have to have a reason or a motive as to why they would do that. Would you agree why, to why, that? Why they would do what? I would actually agree. I, well, I would say this. I think like, for example, with all of us, as we mentioned on the line, before we got to a certain point in life, we were searching. Like we were searching, trying to determine what's true, what's not true. So I think that like, a lot of the prophets in their early years, at least, they probably went around trying to find the wisest men there were. They would ask questions, they would do research in, in, the, in the form in which people did it in ancient times. So for example, I in the past, I might, before I got to the point I met, I might go speak to someone who is of the Hindu faith or somebody who is of the Islamic faith or someone who is of Rastafarian faith. And I, I try to see which one makes sense to me or which one who, who has some kind of meat to, to, to their religious, you know, their religious perspective. So it's not like I'm actually, because there are certain principles, for example, right? The golden rule, for example. This is something that I think actually applies across the board with all religions, if you will. But just because I got it from a Jew, it doesn't necessarily give the credit to him if he got it from God. It, got, it came from God first, and then this is just a person who gave it to me. So I'm just saying, like, hypothetically speaking, looking at like even our past lives and how we did research, I wouldn't, this is me personally, I wouldn't necessarily say it would mean that he had a motive or anything. I could, it could have been that maybe Muhammad was, you know, he was doing research in his own way at that time and trying to see, okay, who believed in what, who had wisdom, who didn't, who had knowledge, who didn't, because as we all agree, he was illiterate and things of that nature. So in some way, shape or form, he has to do his research. So that's what, that would probably be my perspective on that. I mean, somebody else might differ. What would you guys say? I, that's just my, my, me looking at it. I gotta, I just gotta, um, well, now go ahead and say what you're gonna say. I, I, I want to ask you something. Will you say what you're gonna say? Not just very quickly that that. So in our tradition is that that the Prophet Muhammad, but even before he he received prophethood, he was he he never worshipped the idols of the the pagan Arabs, right? Um, he would go off and meditate. He believed in one Creator God, the God of Abraham. Um, he didn't have an official quote unquote religion. With regards to you know the, a scripture to follow by, yeah. but he was a monotheist. Okay, and well, it's called a Hanif in Arabic. It was called Hanifan, well, no, and there no, were a number of Arabs who held that. Sorry, no, no. I just with with that, I thought his parents were pagan priests or something like that. They were no, no, no. They weren't priests. No, no. His 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 his, his family were, huh? Yeah, they were pagans. They were pagans. They, they were pagan didn't... Arabs. But now, there's another thing as well that that that. Uh, but Muhammad Sallallahu himself never ascribed to them. In there, and there are reports a number of the companions of the disciples pre-Islam um, were not into the idolatry. 
So they were what we call, and, and it mentions them in, in the Quran, the word is Hanif, Hanif, okay. which is like basically a monotheist. Okay, let me let me right. let me let me let me let me ask you this question for kind of I've been wanting to ask you. I so if because even even though I you you got you got so-called Judaism and then you got Christianity, um, but at the same time, the Jews and the the, the Christians before Constantine, even the Christians now today, even so-called Christianity today, they all still use the same book. You know, they use the same book. So my question is, why would, if, if, if Muhammad worshiped the God of Abraham, he believed that, what's the reason to have a whole nother book? You know, like I'm trying to figure that out. Like, what, what's what's the reason to have a whole nother book? Even when Christian Christians and, and Jews, they still deal with the same book. Okay, so, so, so we don't need the New Testament then. We can just take the Old Testament and that's enough. I mean, they still deal with the same book. I'm asking, I'm asking like, no, why? But, but, but I mean, Christians oh, don't. Christians oh, have the Jews. The Jews one, don't follow the New Testament, right? One, one second, one second. Um, I think we should rephrase it. Not book, but the same scriptures. Because we know at one point it was broken down to different scriptures. Yeah, so, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they deal with the same scripture. It wasn't no need for them to to rewrite extra scriptures. You know, even even you can take the New Testament out. We can do the New Testament on <coughs> the New Testament out because the Jew, I mean, the, the Christians in the first century, before they wrote the gospels, before they wrote letters and all that, they, they dealt with, you know, they dealt with the, the um, what we call the Torah. It was Christians dealing with the Torah. So my, my, my question is, you got Christians and you got Jews, but they still dealing with the same scriptures, the same writings, but what's the reason for Muhammad Getting a whole nother book when he believed in the same guy as Muhammad. I mean, as Abraham. I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking this. Okay, now ask us. Good question. Okay, so there's a there's a number of reasons. Number one is, and this returns to obviously something that you don't uh, believe in. What I've understood. So um, I'm not saying it to open up a debate. It's just to say how how we perspective how we perceive it, right? So first of all, number one, we believe that somewhere along the line, the the scripture itself, and the Quran explicitly said the scripture itself. Yeah, woe to those who write with their hands. And he's referring to the people who try to edit and corrupt the scripture. And then they say that this is from, from God Himself. Okay, that's number one. Number two, another integral part of our belief is that prophets preceded Muhammad, peace be upon him, um, they were. They were sent to their individual um, nations, okay? And we believe that Muhammad ﷺ was sent to all mankind, right? He was sent as a rahmatan lil'alamin. He was sent as, as a mercy to, to all of mankind. So that's that. So, so with regards to number one, that along the line, the belief systems had been corrupted. Now... If we look at the Christians, for example, that were prevalent when Muhammad, peace be upon him, took the message, we could argue the majority of Christians or the mainstream that's pushed, I'm not saying that's what you guys believe and I clearly understand that's not, that's not what we believe, but the mainstream Christianity that was pushed by Constantine III was that of paganism or heavily influenced by paganism. Maybe some of the key messages were still there, the concept of love and mercy and being kind and love thy neighbor and these concepts existed. 
but the concept of God being three, the Trinity, um, from what I've understood, I'm not sure if you guys believe in, you know, uh, crucified for our sins and the, the original sin, so that every man, everyone is born a sinner. You know, the newborn baby is, is born a sinner. Um, these concepts which crept into the religion. So uh, the Muhammad Sallallahu came, we believe that he came uh, to rectify this, these false beliefs. The Quran comes to clarify that these are not true, that these, these ideas are not true. And the legal system as well. So there was a laws which, which were relevant for the prophets regarding to their nations. And then we believe that Muhammad, peace be upon him, comes with the final revelation. So with the clarification of the of the original belief system of Abraham, Moses, uh, David, Solomon, you know, every prophet you can think of, Jesus, Noah, all of them, may Allah's blessings and peace be upon all of them. And then the that's with regards to the belief system is one. As Allah says, We do not differentiate between any of the prophets, i.e. in their faith, their belief system. But what was different was in some aspects, the legal system. So Muhammad comes with the final law for mankind sent by God, the divine law. Um, okay. So those are two of the main points. We believe that um, God sent down the final revelation, just as he sent before scriptures to each prophet or a, a number of the prophets. They had their own scriptures. So, for example, Abraham, we believe that Abraham had a scripture and then Moses had scriptures and, and so on. And the Psalms of David, right? And we call it the Zabur in Arabic. So then, and then Jesus comes with the Injil. He has a scripture with him, right? Which his disciples, you know, record. No, he handles, he handles. Um... No, we believe he has a scripture. Oh, Maybe yeah, you don't, okay. but like, like from the Muslim perspective, you know, I, from what I understood, the original um, goal of the thing was to see where we differ and where we agree yeah. into, you know, to, just to see where everyone's kind of at. Um, yeah. That's what we believe, you know. Um, each one of those, if we were to have a real debate, then each one, each topic would be, you know, a huge, you know, discussion. Yeah, with, a whole thing. So, look, yeah, I, so, I, I, you know, I didn't want to make it go that way, you know. You know yes, sir. Um, and I, I want to kind of change gears right quick because I know we, we've asked you guys like a ton of questions. So um, I want to kind of get to the biblical questions right and so we talk about the the uh the constantine influence in christianity and whatnot right um now i know you mentioned about the trinity about uh jesus dying for everyone's sins and, and we we can we can get to that in just a moment before we do i want to know to the best of your understanding for omar and aziz has there been any corruption with the torah with the the well, what we would consider the Old Testament, what's called the Old Testament, are you aware of any corruption with the Old Testament? Well, we believe that all the texts have have some way, shape, or form something's happened or been adjusted or changed. So, I mean, but is there anything you're aware of that you can point to, to your knowledge of the in, what's in the Old Testament that you're aware of that's been corrupted or changed or altered? I, or I do have a I down? do have a I have a <laughs> question, man. It's kind of off the. It's something I always wanted to, I just wanted to know, man. <laughs> yeah, come on with it. That's, that's what we're here for. I apologize. That's what we're here for. No, no. I when I was uh, younger, and uh, as I told you, I used to read the uh, the book of Bible stories, and you know, uh, and you know, read some of the. Uh, or my grandmother would read to me. 
I found it, uh, I won't say amazing, but interesting to say the least, that when 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 Moses, peace be upon him, when he came, Musa, Moses, uh, Ibrahim, they all called the people to worship God, one God. Right. All of them had the same message, Noah, all of them. But it wasn't until Jesus or Isa came and people started saying that God had an actual son and started worshiping him. Yeah. I didn't understand. I, I just really want some clarity on that as to why back then, you know, uh, the people, they didn't call. I don't remember anywhere reading where, I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, where Moses said, look, you got to worship Jesus, you know, or God has a son and he says, name is Jesus or Jesus. Even when Jesus came, he said, look, worship me. Uh, um, uh, I'm God. Or you know, like this, you know what I mean? I've, I've, are there any scriptures that that where he's saying that, or Moses, or Noah, or like that? The people before where, where, he, where who's saying what? Is there any? Is there anywhere in the Bible where Noah, Noah, you know, peace be upon him, uh, Moses, Abraham, any of the people who came before him, Solomon, Suleiman, any one of them called to Jesus? I mean, that's that scripture in the in the in the Torah where, where Christ was prophesied of that he would come. But is that what you? Are they, you I'm saying though, when they were calling the people to God, they were calling the people to monotheism. They were calling the people to worship one God. The, the, your Lord, you know, He is the Most High. Yeah, for example, like say, let's right. say if you have a child, and the Lord our God is one Lord. Right. I'm your even the Bible. You're I'm your. Don't have no put no gods before me. Right. Your Lord is something about your Lord is a jealous God. Don't put any gods before me, because people always wanted to put other gods, you know, you know, and associate with uh, with the with God, the Most High. People want to associate or have something or idols or what have you. Uh, I'm just, I just I'm, I was always curious to that, and I used to always ask my family members that, as when Moses came, right. Or Suleiman, or David, Daoud, or any one of them. Did any one of them uh, say worship Jesus, or did they talk about worshiping Jesus? No. Or, or he having him as a son, or something like. Or God has a son, his name is Jesus. Yeah, they talk about him having a son, yeah. but that none, nobody said nothing about Christ. Never said worship him. Right, right. That's what I, I, was, I, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear. I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him, bro. I'm sorry. My, my nah, internet broke. Nah, I was saying. I was saying. Um, like none of the prophets before or none of the forefathers you know i said said worship christ but they did say it's a son of, it's a son of the most high um and christ never said itself to worship him yeah. okay can you okay but can you who who said that god has a son did Dawood say that did, Mo, did, did moses say that or abraham said that yeah um so while you get those scriptures, I, I want to get a couple of scriptures um, with, with Christ himself speaking, right? So this is yeah. uh, Matthew chapter 19, verse 16. And it says, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, so this is Christ speaking here. And Christ said, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou would enter into life, keep the commandments so christ never like I, mean, I think it's a confusion with what you know what what is said or what's what's being you know put out there in practice opposed to what the bible actually says 
right? Because when I what when me and my family members talk about it, uh, we used to sit down at the table all night and, and talk, you know, because you know, they, like, how come I became Muslim? You know, this is something that's not new yeah. to me. Uh, it's always been interesting to me because I could never find any solid evidence, even in the Bible, even though we might say, oh, it's been corrupted in scriptures, where any one of these uh, the people are prophets. However, let's say, okay, we believe this is a prophet. He's not a prophet. Moses, I'm, I'll say the name, Musa, Moses. I don't. I didn't read or anywhere in there where they said you got to worship Jesus or as you, you just would worship me. However, uh, accounts in the Bible where the people were, you know, saying he's God's son, but that wasn't something that was just attributed to him. Like religious or righteous men were were referred to as sons of God back then at that time, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, uh, no, we, the sons of God, because once again, you're going back into like dealing with the translation. When we talk about sons okay. of God, we're talking about uh, those who are created in, in the image of God and operate in the spirit of, of God. Uh, wow. But Christ being the only begotten of the Father. I think the confusion comes mm -hmm. in that mostly is because when we hear that, people think that that's referring to uh, Christ being born in the flesh. Uh, but according to the scripture, Christ was before Abraham. He says, before Abraham was, I am. So Christ was the son of the most high long before he was born in the earth. Had, him being the son of the most high has nothing to do with him being born in the earth, being born in the flesh. He was of the father before that. See, when, when, um, when you when you read, let me, uh, I'm going to get a couple of scriptures on this, right? And this is going, this is what, you know, going into uh, the understanding according to the Bible about Christ, right? Go to uh, Hebrews, I mean, Hebrews chapter one. And it says, God, who is sun-dried times in a diverse manner, spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. So back in the day, God spoke to uh, <clears throat> our forefathers, the ancestors, by through the prophets, right? He would speak to the prophets and the prophets would tell the people. In verse 2, it says, He hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom he also made the worlds. So everything was made by Christ according to the will of the Father. That one script that one scripture you read. Could you mm -hmm. read that one more time? Okay, it says, uh, I start from it says, God who in sun-dry times and in diverse manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he hath appointed heir of all okay, things. Okay, okay, who's speaking now? Okay, so this is uh well it's debated on who wrote the book of Hebrews, but this is uh a, a letter written to the, the, the Hebrews. Okay, now see that's a point that that that's a point that I want to make right there. Okay. In the Quran, there's no third party like that. There's no he said it. God, Allah, the most he's speaking directly. Allahu to, to hello, speaking directly to him. When you read the Quran, right? You yeah. won't find you won't find the third person like you won't find you it's first. It's like the most high is talking. He give the revelation to, to the angel Jabril. The angel okay. Jibril bring it down to so, the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him. So it went from it went this from God to the angel. Hold on, it went from God wait, to the wait, angel. To, okay, go ahead. Wait, this is why it's, it was so profound to me. Getting back to your question originally, right? It was so profound to me because when I when I when I when I when I understood that, you know what I mean? Like if you read it, the book is talking directly to you, not third circuit person. It's directly talking. Like if any scripture you pull up from that or passage. Or ayat, as we say, it is directly from from the Most High, and it's not Muhammad saying 
I said this. No. Well, this no, is but... God. Wait, if you if you open the Quran right now, that one that you got or the yeah. transliteration, and you read any passage, it's it's not third or second person. It's all uh, it's all. I but I know you don't believe it. But I'm, this is what well, I'm no, trying I, to. This is why it resonated with me so powerfully, you. and this is why a lot of people became uh, yeah convinced that this was it because God is saying, "Look, I don't have a son." I am your creator and you will stand before me and you will answer for that. That's okay. that's the thing that, that that really like shook me a little bit, you know? I so got I think, you. I think but, where, hold on, where we differ I'll, is that point, I'll, isn't it? The concept of well, son. Well, wait, wait. So let me let me finish explaining it first and then I want to get, but just to your point about um, the third party thing, um, yeah. because, you know, when I read the scripture, it's, it's clear to me, my spirit is clear to me that the, this is the living word. It's like the scripture is so manifold and, and it answers every question known to man. Uh, anything concerning life and the creation of the Most High and, and anything you can ask concerning life, it, the, the answers are there in the scriptures. And you, when you say like, okay, so so God told Gabriel, Gabriel told Muhammad, and then Muhammad told everybody else, and then they wrote it down. And you're saying it's no, not, no, listen, not really listen, no, you, you, no, you, you, you didn't understand. If you open the open the open that Quran that you have right now, that book mm -hmm. that you have, just open it to any any page. You say you got it right there. You showed it in the camera. Give me a second. I want to show you what I'm. I just want to make a point. If you okay. open it right now and turn to any page, and just read from it randomly. Um, brother Rod, yeah. after you do that, I I I just got a point that I wanted to make real quick. Right after you do that, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is, I think, it's Roman numeral Surah twenty nine XX one X. That's twenty nine, right? Right. So, yeah. so 29, uh, 45 says, recite that which have been inspired. So to anchor in... boots, the spider. Okay, so it says, recite that. Re can you start that... from the beginning? Beginning of what? That's Sora, Which was, can you say the, the verse, which verse? Anchor boots, 40... that's the spider. What, verse 45, no, it's 20, Sura 29, verse 45. It says, recite that which have been inspired in thee of the scripture and establish worship lo worship preserveth from lewdness and iniquity but verily remembrance of allah is more important and allah knoweth what ye do and argue not with the people of the scripture unless it be in a way that is better say with such of them as do wrong and say we believe in that which hath been revealed unto us and revealed unto you, our God and your God is one, and unto Him we surrender. That's deep that you just turned to that right there. That's deep that you just randomly opened it. That's, like, deep. that's deep. Wasn't that third person though? That's deep. That was. That, that's first person. The, Did you that was it? That's person. a command. He gave a command. That was God. That's God talking, giving a command. So God referred to himself as third person? He says, but verily remembrance of Allah is more important. So he's speaking of himself? God refers to himself as Allah? Yes, of course. He's saying, look, this is, he's not going to, well, it's kind of difficult to talk. Well, it's not. Because it's translated. He's telling you like, like that's like the king is saying, verily, you know, my remembrance. He sometimes he refers to himself as my remembrance. He'll say my or he'll say Allah. 
like that. But you have to understand this is the this is the this is the most high, the king of kings. And what you just read, argue not with the people of the scripture. I mean all right, but I mean, because in the Bible, you see what thus said the Lord, I will recompense this, I will do this, I will do that. That's how that's how when God speaks, that's how he speaks in the Bible. I, I, I think I think what he's getting at is it's not the, the grammatical, you know, the concept of the point of view in a literal sense, right? I think he, in, in like from the guys of literature, like is it third, fourth person? I think the concept of we don't have uh, the gospel according to Mark, the gospel according to Luke, the gospel. Okay, according but these to... are these are the the gospels once again because let's just bring clarity to it. So the gospels are uh, are eyewitness testimonies. So these are what these this is what these people saw, and it was it was written down as to what they saw and what they experienced. The scripture now has that been preserved? Yeah. So we believe that those those are not preserved. Okay, good. So uh, that's what I want to get to, but because uh, I that's what the question got kind of skipped over. But I want to go back to the sun thing too, because I was reading the scriptures and I want to I want to get these oh, out. Yeah. But because um, the question I asked before was, are are you aware of any scriptures in the Old Testament? Because well, understand when we're reading the New Testament, there was no New Testament, so everything we're reading in the New Testament was was them quoting and reading and doing everything based on their understanding of what we call the Old Testament or the scriptures, the Torah and the Tanakh. So when Christ was speaking, when the apostles were speaking, when Paul was speaking, everything Paul said and did, everything Christ said and did, John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, all this stuff, they were, it was all based on their understanding of the Torah. So I'm asking, are you aware of any corruptions of the Torah? Please be sure to check out part three of the conversation. Thank you for listening to God, Family, Nation.